Welcome to the Lock Boss Show. I am your host, PJ Slauson. Now, this show is dedicated to all the lock bosses that want to learn and want to grow. But guess what? We also want you to win. And in order for you to do that, you need to join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for our live YouTube giveaway. All you need to do is go over to YouTube, type in CLK Supplies, or use the hashtag LockBoss, or even better, in the show notes, just click on the link, it'll take you right there. Watch any of our current videos and you'll see exactly how you can join the fun for free, and together we will learn, grow, and win. Last week, I talked about what service should you potentially stop offering, right? That might be, you know, stopping a service or it might even be having to fire a customer. However, we don't want to stop it there, right? Like you just don't want to just chop off um, something you're losing money on and just leave it, right? You want to replace it with something that's going to help your business grow and profit and do work you enjoy, really. Now, maybe you're in a position with your locksmithing business that just by not offering that service, you're able to get your, you know, your phone rings and you have more time available. And so you can um, automatically schedule those more profitable jobs, right? And that was kind of the case in my um, dad's situation is that his phones were ringing enough and just the available time that he had to get, you know, jobs scheduled in a timely manner was more than enough to make up for the jobs that he was doing that he was losing money on. However, what if that's not the case? You know, and uh, it can be scary. You know, it was scary even when he did it. And I want to just talk and have a conversation with you one-on-one here about ideas for you to get more business. Now, I'm going to take kind of a different approach because I've listened to a lot of type of stuff like this myself. And is what I've really found, if you're anything like me, is while you're listening to stuff like this and the stuff I'm going to be talking about, you're going to have all sorts of ideas pop into your head. And that, in my opinion, is where all the magic happens with this type of stuff. And so when those ideas pop up in your head, you have got to record them because those thoughts, um, at least from my own uh, perspective, like they're gone. Like sometimes, you know, like you'll think of something great when you're driving down the road or this or that. And by the time you get home or, uh, you know, go where you're going, you're like, man, what was that? It was so great. And so is what I want you to do is pay a lot of attention to the thoughts that are coming up in your own head. Um, less about really the conversation that we're going to have together because that, in my opinion, is where all the good stuff is. So essentially what I'm going to be talking about here is finding your ideal customer, but I don't like to use those words. I mean, it seems so generic and vague. I want to drill in to what really matters in your business. And if you are currently um, just a a sole operator, um, or even if you have employees, um, this philosophy really stays the same, okay? And that is to really figure out two things. You want to figure out what work do you enjoy doing the most and which work 
is highly profitable for your business. Because finding the the relationship between those two things is really going to put you in the sweet spot. Because, I mean, let's face it, who wants to do work all day that they don't like doing, that they get no satisfaction or joy out of? Um, At the same time, doing work that makes you happy but also makes you lose money, that's going to lead to you being unhappy. So we want to definitely stay away from that as well. So is what I want you to do, I want you to think about what those two things are. Now, um, you know, everyone wants to throw numbers out there, right? And so let's let's throw some numbers out there. So, I mean, you want to make sure whatever that work is, depending on what your overhead is and what your area and your population and your dreams and your goals, um, you know, you're going to want to make sure, I, I think in today's day and age, that any service that you're offering, and I'll, I'll probably get into this in a different episode, but I believe um, flat piecework is way better than charging by the hour, right? So in other words, like if you went to someone's house to do a Reiki and you were like, hey, listen, I charge $80 an hour. And so whatever, however long it takes me is what you're going to pay. That's just not a good way to do it, right? You're going to want to come up with a, you know, flat $10 um, per lock fee, something like that. Now, but the first thing you want to do though is figure out how much your business needs to be making an hour or what your goal is that it's making per hour or even per day. And um, then you're going to want to work backwards from that to kind of figure out what your most profitable work is. My guess, depending on your business, it's going to have to do with rekeying locks or programming keys. One of those two things, maybe both depending on um, the area you're in, but those in itself, if you do piecework, um, that's highly profitable. Now, it can be profitable to, you know, doing a hardware installation. However, it's hard to get out of the hourly rate sometimes on that when you're working on someone's uh, lock, right? Like you go there, the door closer's not working, you got to fix it. Well, you can't really do a flat rate um, because you don't even know what the problem is. You don't even know if you have to replace it and so all that kind of stuff. So um, my guess it's either going to be in some sort of rekeying work or it's going to be in key programming. Next is I want you to think about what type of customers that you currently have that are fantastic. You, I'm guessing you have a great relationship with them. Every time they call you to do work, you're happy, they're happy. And it's just a great relationship because it's what you want to do is you want to get more of that in your business, right? You don't want to uh, get customers that are just, that you know, like your values aren't aligned very well and everything is a battle. Getting paid is a battle. Getting, you know, when they want you there is a battle. Every part's a battle. You want to stay away from that and you want to think of the customers that you just, every time they call, you're just really happy about. Now, once you do that, now we're starting to get somewhere, right? We know what type of service you want um, to offer. We know what your customer that you enjoy doing work with um, looks like and feels like and what the interactions are like. And then now we want to find more of them. And my kind of philosophy on this is a little different because a lot of times, like, so when you find those customers, okay, you just don't want to stop at uh, dropping off a business card and letting them know you have service. I mean, that's 
Um, to me, it's not very like relational. It's not very uh, like, okay, you can do the service, but so what? Maybe I'm happy with the guy I'm using or maybe I'm in a hurry right now and I really don't want to think about it. Or, you know, maybe I have four minutes left on my lunch break and I'm sick of, you know, talking to you right now because I want to eat my lunch and enjoy my last few minutes. You know, all these other things kind of go into that. So, I mean, this might sound a little crazy, but uh, hopefully it is. Um, I tend to like more crazy things. And that is to do something for them. What do I mean by that? Um, Let's say you go into a new, uh, a large um, company who does a lot of, who owns a lot of commercial properties that you are um, hoping to start getting their rekeying work for. Um, I highly recommend, like set yourself apart, offer to do a free rekey, you know, go over what your pricing is and all that stuff and then offer to go out and do a, a full job for free. Do the whole thing for free. Um, maybe it's, you know, programming keys and you offer to program a couple keys for free. You know, it's like, hey, let me show you what I do. Let me show you how I work. And um, I'll give you, I'll do a job for free for you. And then let's talk, right? Do those kind of things. Set yourself apart. Just don't drop a card off and hope that that's enough. You want to go a little extra. You want to do that little extra. And because in my opinion, if you're in the lock and key industry in any aspect, you are in the service business. Now you probably sell parts as well, but you're in the service business. And the more we understand that and the more that we recognize that in the business, the better off we are. And so you want to set yourself apart with service. And I mean, let's face it, if you're the owner of the of a company or the manager of this company and this um, locksmith standing in front of you wants to go rekey, uh, you know, a $250 rekey for free. Um, of course you want to do that because that's going to add to your bottom line, right? Like those are ways you can get in the door. Just dropping a card off, you know, that's, that's nice and it's cute, but that's what everybody does, right? Everyone has a little uh, pamphlet on it that says exactly the same thing. We're good. We give good service. Like don't just give them a flyer or a business card, do something that is like, wow, this company, this gentleman or this lady in front of me here, she is going to get it done, right? And she takes her work seriously and she's a professional. So that's what I think you should do next is kind of go down that road. Now, sometimes it doesn't happen overnight and sometimes you have to work at it. And sometimes you're going to do that free work and the customer is still going to decide to use their current, um, you know, locksmith. That that's okay, that's okay. But that doesn't mean that you can't keep building a relationship with them because at some point, at some point, they're going to need some extra help and things change in business, and you want to be there to help capture that business. So, in my opinion, that's how you should proceed in finding your new business, which is identifying your ideal customer. So everything I just went over, that's your ideal customer. That's what they look like. And hopefully some things have sparked up in you that um, have given you some ideas to go and try to get some of that business. So hopefully this is helpful. Hope to see you on the next Tuesday on YouTube live. Thanks for listening. See you next time.